Welcome back, everybody, to the Gridiron Gang Podcast. Special edition episode. We hope you all had a great Christmas, uh, stayed safe, had some good quality time with the family, enjoyed a lot of good football over the Christmas weekend. We're coming to you uh, looking forward to the New Year's weekend now, and we're going to come with a fresh slate. We're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to do a predictions uh, show here with me and Jesse in the laboratory. I won my fantasy league. Jesse coming off the big win in our fucking, I can't even remember the name of our league, but it's a fantasy league with all of our homies. Uh, 12, te- 12 team league came out on top, defending champion going into next year now. What's up, dog? What's up? Kier's got the pancake challenge coming back from Mexico. Looking forward to that as well. A lot, a lot of fun stuff on the docket here. Shout and out Debo Samuel. Shout out Jamir Gibbs. Yep, coming up clutch at the end of the year. I barely avoided last place myself, so thankful for that. And we'll be shout, sending... Sh- shout out Jordan Pink, Big Al. Sending Bank all, all the way over to the Stallion out there. Yeah, shout out Mike Bits. Yeah, hard fought, hard fought finals, me and him. Came kid, up, kid gave me everything you got. Came up a little short, but it was a great time. Uh, Shout out Hesselton. Yep, you heard Dilla, it. Bro. Cass, every, everyone's out there. I'm pretty sure Booksy not in there, but Shout he, out he G- was there in spirit the whole way. Shout out Jim Olenek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big NASCAR Jim dog. lurking. He's lurking and working. Fort right now getting dubs. You better believe it. All right, let's get it. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we're going to start with the Saturday game. Detroit Lions. At the Dallas Cowboys, this should be a great matchup on paper, at least. Two of the top teams in the NFC. It's the Cowboys with a minus five and a half line, Jesse. I'll let you give your prediction first, and then I'll hop in with mine after. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty fascinating matchup. I mean, two juggernauts in the NFC. Dallas as the fifth seed, Detroit as the third. Uh, Two high-powered offenses. Um, Luckily for Dallas, is a home game where they've won, I believe, 15 straight on that fast track in AT&T. Um, I think this should be an explosive game, uh, pretty fun matchup. Uh, outside of Jamison Williams, the Detroit Lions wide receivers don't have a ton of speed. They kind of struggle in man-to-man uh, when defenses play man-to-man, and the Cowboys love playing man-to-man. Jared Goff strugg- struggles under pressure. The Cowboys have a great pass rush, great defensive line. So with all that being said, um, you just you never really know. I mean, Detroit's playing some really good football right now the last couple of weeks versus Denver and Minnesota. Their offense looks back back to functioning on a high power level but i got the cowboys uh in this one eli i'm gonna go 33 23 i think they cover and i think they pull away with a late touchdown uh late in the fourth quarter to go up 10 yeah so this is a fascinating spot here for dallas specifically um there's still a lot up for grabs you know philadelphia is not playing their best football they could easily maybe not get the job done coming down the stretch. Dallas has to have their eye on the top seed still, try to get that home field advantage. Eagles would have to lose both games. They would have to lose yeah. both, yeah, at this point. I'm not saying that's out of the realm of possibilities. I just don't see them being a devastatingly dominant team anymore, and I know the Cardinals aren't anything special, nor are the Giants, but, I mean, the Eagles really struggled against the Giants, as we just saw over the weekend as well, too, right? The Giants put up a ton of points, even with the... Uh, Mr. Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito, the cutlet boy getting benched. So, yeah, still a lot to play for. Dallas is pretty much probably thinking we got nothing to lose at this point. We'll be locked in at the five seed at the very worst and potentially win out and Philly lose out and get the top seed of the division. And Detroit's looking really good, as you just mentioned, and they're being led by that two-headed monster yet again. Jameer Gibbs, your boy, stepping up huge in fantasy in the last few weeks. He's really coming along. A lot of people at the start of the year were talking about B. John Robinson, how special he is. 
I think you better start putting some respect on Jameer Gibbs as well because this dude is mightily special. He's got so much talent, so much potential, working really good in a complimentary role with David Montgomery. But yeah, Dallas at home, man. Dallas at home is a different team. They're a different beast. I think this will be a great game. I think the Cowboys get the ship straightened out a little bit, coming off a heartbreaking last-second field goal, I believe, against the Miami Dolphins last week, right? So mm-hmm. want to get back to winning ways, want to def- defend that home turf, make a statement here. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring, too. I see a lot of points in this one from both teams, to be completely honest. Maybe, I like maybe like a 31 24 kind of game maybe 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 31 21 or something i'm a, I'm a lock in 31 24 yeah, uh i don't believe so you got the cowboys covering too who who who's detroit's kicker even right now because Pat... the, the money badger that's right yeah. that's right they let the uh the other guy go to cleveland who just missed a f- uh, uh, extra yeah, point trash. last night as well um dog water yeah so I'm going to lock that in. I'm going to go with you. And the Cowboys, a little bit different of a scoreline on that one. But, uh, yeah, I feel pretty confident that Dallas is going to get this done, even though Detroit's looking pretty darn good lately, man. Pretty darn good. So I'll move us right to Sunday. Uh, I think one of the top games of the morning slate would be the Miami Dolphins at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens currently at a three-and-a-half-point favorite to win the game against the Dolphins, coming off a couple big wins, especially that statement we just saw Christmas night against uh, the San Francisco 49ers, Jesse. So what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, two, you know, two of the better offenses in the NFL. Um, the the Dolphins being a little bit more explosive than the Ravens. The Ravens playing a little bit more bully ball and having Lamar Jackson kind of create and make make those magical plays. Um, yeah, it was a great performance by him and the whole team. Uh, on Christmas night, I think he kind of cemented himself as the MVP front runner after that. Um. You know, Jalen Waddle was just ruled out for this game for the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's good to go. Uh, still uh, dealing with a little bit of that ankle. He popped up on the injury report. But uh, this should be a big game. Um, you know, luckily for uh, Baltimore, this game's in Baltimore. It's going to be a little bit colder than what Miami's used to. The Dolphins' defense is really starting to come along under Vic Fangio. Bradley Chubb's playing really good football right now. He's got 11 sacks on the year. First Miami Dolphins with double-digit sacks in, the, in quite a few years. So really like to see him playing well as an ex-Bronco but I'm gonna go uh with the Ravens in this one I got them uh with the win 33 to 27 got them covering I think it'll be you know decently high scoring game colder temperatures I could see Tua kind of struggling but you know just get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands in space and you know any any time he does that is a chance to go to the house so yeah, 33-27 for the Ravens, further cementing Lamar's MVP case and uh, getting one step closer to Baltimore, locking up that uh, top seed in the AFC. Yeah, I'd imagine the win here would just secure that MVP for Lamar at this point. I can't really see the last week making much of a difference because that'd be two huge wins to end the season and basically secure that top spot in the AFC, which has been absolutely crowded all year long, right? So, uh yeah, honestly, Jesse, this is a this is a very enticing matchup for me personally. I there's so many offensive weapons and talent on the field, and I think it's easy to overlook just how hard these defenses are really cooking these days. You just touched on it, especially from Miami's standpoint, from the start of the year till now, it's basically night and day at this point, right? It's yeah. a totally different defense. It's a totally different uh, feel to these games where two is not 
throwing for crazy amounts of yards anymore in these last few weeks here. And Tyreek Hill, as you mentioned, has been banged up. Waddle expected out. Tyreek Hill is about 350 yards or so away from getting to that 2K mark, which yeah. he absolutely wants more than anything. I'll tell you that right now. That guy yeah. seems like a very... Uh, a very egotistical guy on these types of things, yeah. right? He seems like he wants that more than winning sometimes to me, to he's be completely just, honest. He's just uh, over 300 yards, like 320-something yards away from uh, breaking Calvin Johnson's all-time record. And we've seen him go left. for well over 100 multiple times, even in this season alone, right? So hard to imagine the ball is not going to be going to him all day long and it's hard to imagine right now that Lamar's not going to find a way and it's very weird how this Ravens offense operates in my mind because there's not really a prominent figure especially with Mark Andrews going out and it doesn't seem like they put on a whole lot of yards every time I watch them but they get a ton of points every time and sometimes that's defensively complimentary with turnovers or whatever in field position but uh I don't really think that there's going to be a lot of points in this one for whatever reason. That's just my my own feeling. I'm probably going to be wrong on this. I usually am when it comes to score lines like that. But I'm going to go more of like a 21-17 final. for. I, I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I just don't think that they're going to be dethroned at this point in time. Yeah. I think Waddle being out is a huge miss for Miami as well. And yeah, I just think Lamar's got that chip on his shoulder. He's calling out... Um, Mike Florio. Mike Florio multiple Mike times Mike multiple, multiple times in the media now and he don't like these media boys talking about his game, you know? Like I think Lamar's shown You don't a like lot them doing of, their jobs. <laughs> a lot of development on his game and they keep coming at these Ravens cuz I guess they're not really like when you look at the Ravens and you look at the 49ers, like you see all these playmakers and you see all these huge statistical performances and the Ravens it's like if I'm going to look at Lamar's stats right now, he's probably like middle of the table in passing yards as well as touchdowns yeah, but he's, this year, but he runs a ton he's almost too, got right? A thousand rushing yards yeah, too. so that's the thing about Lamar is that it might not all add up in one game and have like a 400-yard passing game, four touchdowns or whatever, but he hurts you in a lot of different ways, right? Yeah. So I think the MVP is well-deserved if he does get this win. Absolutely, it'd be hard to argue otherwise at this point, and... I think he's going to get it done yep. Sunday morning against these Dolphins, secure that top spot. I'm looking forward to that one. I know you are too. Yep. Uh, I'm also looking forward to this one. Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans. It's the return. C.J. Stroud, that coveted rookie, he's just been so sensational all year. Apparently, he had a worse concussion than people initially thought after missing a couple games. We don't really see that anymore in the NFL. They usually rush back after maybe one week yep. from a concussion, but longevity wise i think that's a smart move and i'm not sure if anyone was telling him to stay out or if he wasn't cleared or what what was the case there yeah i hope he's 100 percent. i really like watching this kid play i know you do too oh, houston's yeah. minus four uh and i believe it's will levis coming back to start for the titans as well jesse so what what are your thoughts on this one yeah i mean fun divisional matchup between two rookie quarterbacks cj Stroud coming back huge for houston who's playing for their playoff lives uh absolutely must have game for them they just picked up Kareem Jackson off waivers from the Broncos. He's returning. <laughs> and he'll be going right back to the suspended yeah, list. returning to uh, H-Town, the, t- the team that drafted him. And, you know, he played he played eight seasons there. Uh, former teammate of D'Amico Ryan. So that's a pretty big pickup for them. Just adding a little another piece to that defense. They got Jimmy Ward. They got Jalen Petre at safety. And then having Kareem Jackson, that's a pretty good room. 
but yeah, I, I look for CJ Stroud to come back, uh, maybe maybe a little rusty early on, but knock that rust off and get back to playing some elite football that he's been playing all year. Uh, look for them to kind of try to run the game, create through play action. I know uh, Titans got the number one red zone defense. They're always stingy down there. So I, I think this this will be a pretty tough physical game, uh, but I got, I'm going to go with the Texans here, Eli, uh, 24-17, covering and getting the win further. Furthering their chances of getting into the playoffs with the big, big week eighteen showdown against the Colts, which could be a win in your end game. Yeah, and the one thing that strikes me about Tennessee, especially uh, Mike Vrabel, their their teams usually just play good games, yeah, even though they, even though they're five and ten, they're not really one of the worst teams in the NFL in my mind. I they think just don't have a lot of talent. I think they're super competitive with a very limited roster, mm-hmm. so I think Mike Vrabel definitely deserves credit for what he's able to do. Um, Will Levis at times has shown flashes of brilliance. Like he has a very strong arm, like yep. some very impressive throws. Hopkins has turned back the clock at times. Derrick Henry's basically been either invisible or very effective. Yeah, he's, two passing touchdowns this year now, even two, which he's making a knack of. He recent can go years. over a thousand yards this game too. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I've kind of come at him a few times this year because it does seem like he's throwing slowing down, like yeah. a couple other well, running backs. 30, right? And he's still he's still a great player. He's still very influential in a lot of games, but I think the CJ Stroud kid has a very special mind for the game. I think he has the complete atmospheric awareness of what this moment means in a early career defining game for him like this is now his time yeah. officially there is the indianapolis colts and the jacksonville jaguars both at eight and seven we just got word right before we started this that trevor lawrence is going to miss his first ever nfl game huge blow jacksonville's on four straight losses and they now turn to cj bethard this division's straight up up for grabs right now cj stroud sees the moment Beat down win, yep. 35-14 Houston. I, I think this kid's going to snap on him, dude. Nice. And I'm locking that one in. I hope they win that division at this point, to be completely honest with you. That's just my take on it, though. Um, New England Patriots, Buffalo Bills. The Bills are a 14-point favorite at home against New England. The Patriots, uh, you already know all too well, they're coming off a big win. Yep. Uh, they looked pretty fucking good i gotta say in denver in a very uh hostile atmosphere there came up clutch for the win there so uh 14 points is a lot jesse yeah. i want to know what you think about this one i mean the patriots already beat the bills earlier this year uh you know tough divisional game bill belichick knows this bills offense although he hasn't gone up against joe brady as the offensive coordinator yet and uh you know the bills everyone was just anointing them Maybe the best team in the AFC, arguably, after that big win against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And then they kind of came out and I want to say they struggled against the Chargers, but they kind of played down to them. And it was a tougher game than it had any business being. So I think the 14-point spread's a little crazy. I do know the Buffalo Bills do smash some teams out, but hard to believe they're going to beat a divisional opponent by that much. The Patriots, you know, their defense is very banged up all year. However, they're still like a top five defense in, in all these ma- major categories. Bailey Zappi's coming off a game where he outdueled Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, that's a pretty big deal for a young kid like that. I'm sure that's something he's going to mem- uh, remember for the rest of his life. So they're coming in with some momentum. With that being said, um, I'm going to take the Bills to win. I'm going to take the Patriots to cover. However, I got 23-16 uh, Buffalo. 
Yeah, and that's a lot of good points you just make right there. Um, this Buffalo team has been just wild all year, haven't they? You know, mm-hmm. like it's been a roller coaster to watch. That you really don't know what the hell you're gonna get. We've seen them look incredible, as you just mentioned, against Dallas, and then we see them struggle and flounder against a very low-level LA Charger team that had no Keenan Allen, no Justin Herbert, no yeah. Mike Williams. The list goes on and on. Um, it's puzzling, man. It's really puzzling to watch these guys. They're loaded with talent. They now have a very talented running back who's had a lot of success, and they just went away from him. And yeah. in, in a game where the Chargers have given up a incredible amount of rush yards in the season as well mm-hmm. with the backup quarterback. Um, so that perplexed me a little bit, the play calling there. You just mentioned it's a divisional game. They typically, from my memory bank, and I'm not sure how good my memory bank is, I feel like these teams constantly play close games, no matter who's at quarterback for New England, ever since Josh Allen's been in town for the Bills. I kind of see it playing that way again. I'm not too sure. It's Friday. Like, I I don't know what the weather's going to be like yet there. Um, Historically, this time of year, Buffalo gets crazy, right? It gets treacherously cold. It sometimes snows. Uh, The winds are howling this time of year, usually, but... We also live in Vancouver, fucking Canada, and it's currently 15 degrees shorts weather, golf weather in fucking December at Christmas time, which I've never experienced in my life here. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't really know what the weather's going to be. Uh, I think it'll play a factor for sure. I think having nothing to lose mentality for the Patriots is a great thing going into this game, and I think like there's individuals who want to play for jobs at this time of year too, right? Bailey yep. Zappi being one of them, of course, and as well as a lot of others. Like, I mean, we've seen Zeke Elliott look a lot fresher than he has in recent years and recent yep. weeks against uh, some pretty stout defenses with Ramon J. Stevenson out. I'm not sure if Hunter Henry's going to be playing in this one. I think he's still questionable. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fucking tight game, man. This just t- Everything when there's a huge spread like this just tells me that it's going to be probably closely contested because these bookies always manipulate mindsets of betters going into these games making people think that they're an overwhelmingly good team yeah that might be the case they might smash them out i kind of see like maybe like a 17 10 final in this game buffalo i don't really see it getting out of hand maybe 20 10 or something i i don't know man i do see josh allen getting in the house though at some point i think he's just willing his team with his legs a lot recently willing to take huge fucking hits like a maniac like we've seen in the past I think that's a big part of his game, and he's got to keep doing that, unfortunately, for the longevity of his career might not be the best thing, but right now it's the best thing, I think. So I'm going to take the Bills with you, and not very high scoring in my mind. What's your score? 17-10. I'm going to lock that in. (sighs) L.A. Rams, New York Giants in New York. Uh, So long, Tommy DeVito. It was nice knowing you. You're done. You're gone. Your time's over. It's Tyrod Taylor back in the mix yet again. We've seen this guy play some pretty good football in the past, Jesse. Uh, I'm not saying he's a game-breaker. I'm not saying he's a game-saver, but he's capable. He's capable. He looked good in their last game, uh, filling in against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, L.A. Rams, though, they're on a different path. Yeah. And their their path is has one final destination. You know what it is. I know what it is. So what are you thinking for this one, man? Yeah, I mean, the Rams are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Um, I don't think anybody's playing better football at the quarterback position than Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's just making high-level throws. He leads the league in big-time throws. Uh, he's just 
I think he's playing some of the best football of his whole career. I mean, and that's saying something for, you know, a Hall of Fame-esque career that he's had. Kyron Williams, uh, that running game that the that the Rams have really opens up uh, for the for the passing game of the of the Rams and I think that they like you said they they got their eyes on the playoffs they got their eyes on making some noise in the playoffs um, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC quite frankly and I think they cover and I think they win twenty seven seventeen yeah um, the Rams are a team no one wants to see in the playoffs like make no fucking mistake Sean McVay very very smart coach right he's from that tree we all know all about it at this point he's one of the best there is uh the (laughs) yo what's up jim you want to make a prediction on this uh the rams giants game that's what we're doing right now rams giants in new york wins that the rams uniforms are way nicer than yeah yeah Yeah. so the rams got it (laughs) you heard it first blue and yellow you know it the the giants got that that classic old garbage red white and blue rep in america you know yeah all jokes aside the rams are rolling we know what they're capable of they're playing great football right uh the giants have no identity they got nowhere to go they're sitting at five and ten it seems pretty straightforward right now just stop look at their coach yeah look at the coach brian dayball yeah Yeah, he ain't looking good this year not looking like the smartest guy but might not have the team to look like a smart guy too right um yeah, it's tough times, smooth sailings for the Rams, so you got to think that they're going to get the job done. Do you have any score predictions on this one? Does the Rams quarterback have small hands? No, no that's, that's Jared Goff. Goff. Okay. He's on yeah, the Lions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> no, that not... might have been a problem in bad weather, but that's yeah. Jared Goff, and he's yeah, yeah, in yeah. he's in the Dome in Dallas this week, Saturday. Coach. Matthew Stafford, he, he can sling the pill in any kind of weather. He's got a really good arm. Score prediction. Rams, Giants? Yeah. Five and a half point spread for the Rams. Five and a half? Yeah. You think that's too much or too little? It should be 22 and a half. Oh, 22 whoa. and a half. So that's a, that's so a, Rams four, that's like a 43 20. 20 or something. No, no, 20, 28 to 3. 28 oh, 28 3. to 3. Okay. There you go. I like it. I like that. I like that. There so you go. Go folks. ahead and boost that number up if you're looking to get some fucking action on this one, guys. Put you the life first. savings on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Away from home. But yeah, no, in all seriousness, I, I see. Maybe not the same, but I don't see the Giants putting up a ton of points. I think the Rams' defense is actually buzzing in the last few weeks, a lot more so than the is whole it season. Be there? Uh, no idea about the weather yet. Okay. So yeah, that's something. Cold and rainy. That's yeah. something to pay that attention might be to. Something turnovers then, right? Either oh, way, absolutely. Either way, the Rams have a great run game that they yeah. can lean on now. One of the best backs in the league, Kyron Williams. He's at second this in rushing. He's missed four. He's games. missed four games, and he's right up there wow. with Christian McCaffrey in rushing yards yeah, this year. Uh, Cooper Cup. Obviously, he's basically doing the same thing every day. But Puka Nakua, he seems to be the X factor now on this team. He seems to be a guy that Matthew Stafford has crazy trust in. But I also want to say Demarcus Robinson has really evolved into a great number three. He surpassed 2-2 Atwell, and now he has touchdowns in four straight games, getting way more involved with all the attention on these other playmakers. So look for him to make an impact in that game, too. He's a beast, right? So, uh, yeah, I think the Rams are going to take this one. I think it's going to be like... 24 7 maybe final i think they're gonna thump these guys five and a half seems generous right now at first glance so yeah we're gonna move right on to the san francisco 49ers 
at the Washington Commanders without my boy Sam Howell. He's done. His career is probably in, uh, He's in the gutter. In the midst at this point with no way back it's into okay. it. Denver will take him. Uh, no, <laughs> no, yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett will take the reins. The Niners, it was ugly, Jesse. Christmas night, what a way to end your Christmas. Getting absolutely thumped by the Baltimore Ravens. You know they're coming back with aggression. They're coming hungry. They still have the top seed, the first round by very coveted heading into the playoffs. You got to imagine they're going to get the job done here handily. Yeah, 42-17 San Francisco. 42-17. It's, it's, Bounce it's, back game for Brock Purdy. Yeah. Don't see him throwing four more interceptions after pissing down his leg with that MVP talk. I think they're going to come out angry. Uh, it's a Chase Young revenge game against the Commanders. That's right. And he's been looking good on, on the Niners. He's fitting in really well across from Nick Bosa. Yeah, there, he's right? been so. playing really good. CMC still in that MVP discussion. As he should be. Yeah, I mean, I know we just said how good Lamar was. If I had an MVP vote, I would be voting for CMC. I think he's just had such a great year. Um, almost at 2,000 yards from scrimmage. It's ridiculous, know, Over 20 man. touchdowns. It's ridiculous, dude. He just leads the league in rushing. He's uh, leads the league in receiving as a as a running back, I believe, or he's top three in that category. Um, Jacoby Brissett is a better quarterback than Sam Howell, but I think the San Fran team's going to come out angry. They're going to play physical. They're going to play hard, and I think they're going to try to run up the score. Yeah, and it's a shame that we've seen the MVP award turn into a quarterback award over the years because if you're talking MVP in any sense of the word, it's Christian McCaffrey, man. This guy yeah. is so fucking special. You just said it. He has almost 2,000 yards with two games to go. He'll go over this game. And he has 21 touchdowns, yeah. man. Like, that's video. Is he not hurt? That's no, video game for, numbers. For a game? I thought he got hurt. He, he got banged up in that Cleveland game. Yeah, yeah. he came out for a few plays, yeah. went right back in oh, okay. there, and still he, put he up like, big numbers. He had, like, a, a, yeah, a he should, abdominal yeah. injury. He should have stayed out, though, because he was noticeably injured. Yeah, he was hurt in that one and still put up big numbers. I mean, this guy has, like... 300 400 yards more than Kyron Williams in second rushing yeah. and you just said like he's also very close to like Eli I breaking into yesterday when we were talking that McCaffrey is he's got a desire in his oh own. yeah he's got a fire under his ass and he is a game breaker he, he runs, is, he runs he so hard like after yes. every game he's just covered with like bruises yeah. and cuts because he's, he runs so far he, he is determined he, to win he's not a guy who's just there for a no coach. no he got out he's, of that there that win. shitty situation in carolina and he can taste that super bowl in well San Fran. the thing that strikes me about like everyone on san fran they have their egos in check right yeah. they're surrounded by so many stars that it almost pushes them to be the best star yeah. in the room right you see debo lead by example he's yeah. never ever acting like a diva on the sidelines Brandon Ayuk as quiet as they could be, and he's a deadly assassin as well. And then you got George Kittle keeping everything light, right? Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey, polar opposite. He is absolutely Captain All Cool, business serious too. business, right? Yeah. So yeah, Ayuk better not drop balls. He's dropping too many balls. Ayuk has had a few drops in the yeah. past for sure. Um, easy passes that he drops. Yeah, especially this time of year with wet weather. Yeah. I'm I'm sure Washington is going to be pouring this week It'll too. Cold, if it's anything yeah. like this here, right? So uh, really want to see Brock Purdy bounce back because yeah, I do. That, awful on Christmas. That was sad, man. That was sad. after such a special year. I mean, this guy's literally looked great. I backed him constantly after a lot of abuse he gets for having too good of a team around him that he Bullshit. shouldn't get any credit, which. I don't like that narrative anyways, but yeah, I, I like the Niners to absolutely decimate the Washington Commanders. I'm going to say 35-0. We're putting up a fucking zero, a donut against the Commanders. No respect for No Brissette. respect. And listen, it goes further than Brissett. It's Brian Robinson Jr.'s out. 
Um, Christian Rodriguez Jr., who's had a lot of success running the ball in recent weeks, is out. Antonio Gibson's not a great running back. He's a better receiving back. So they're going to have a hard time, I think, moving the ball at all against this 49ers team, who is absolutely determined to hold on to that top seed at this point of the year, too. So give you the Niners in a big, big win. 13 and a half, nowhere near enough points in that one. Arizona, Philadelphia, however, Jesse, that's a 12-point spread, too. That's 11 and a half, 12. The line's currently moving around a little bit. Uh, the Eagles at home coming off of a... They needed that win against the Giants. They yeah. should have got that win against the Giants. Arizona has looked a little better. A little bit better, sorry, with Kyler Murray coming back. They're still 3-12. and 12. They're not a good team. No. They have a lot of uh, cracks on the team. I believe Marquise Brown is now out for the year yeah. at this point, too. So uh, we're going to see that... Tyler McBride, is it? The tight end? He's usually the number one target for... Yeah, uh, Trey McBride. Trey, Trey McBride, sorry, for, for Arizona. So he's probably going to have his role. The Eagles' secondary has been exposed regularly this year. Yeah. What do you think about this one, man? The Eagles coming off a big win again, right? Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Gannon, head coach of the Cardinals, returning to face his former team where he was a defensive coordinator last year and there was all that tampering bullshit. Um, see what that's all about. Um, I... Don't think the Eagles are playing great football right now. However, uh, with their O line with DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Gainwell starting to come alive. Jalen Hurts and his one yard touchdowns every single game. It's just clockwork for him. And at this the point. Cardinals just can't stop the run to save their life. If I was the Eagles, I would in the game plan. I would maybe have Hurts throw ten times this week. I think <laughs> the Eagles are gonna beat the Cardinals pretty handily. Um, or throw it to Goddard. Yeah, or throw it to Goddard. I got the Eagles winning 27-13. I don't have too much faith in the Cardinals at all. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts just passed Cam Newton for the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a single season last week. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, I, I'm they not... They did a, it in different I'm ways, I'm not right? a Cam Newton fan. I think that guy's trash. However, a lot of his touchdown runs were very hard-earned, and a lot of Jalen Hurts are one-yard. I just want to know, like, how can a team get to the one-yard line as much as Philadelphia does? Yeah. It's crazy. It's I like know. you watch all across the NFL. Teams are very rarely at the one yard I line. Know. This guy's now punched in like probably 14 from yeah, the one yard line there, yeah. and just a couple running in from yeah. over five or 10 yards or whatever. Um, yeah, it's crazy to watch. Um, I think this team is so much better than the Cardinals on paper. I still think that there's a lot of problems defensively for the Eagles and they're going to try to get that sorted out, you would think, very quickly before the playoffs roll around here. Obviously, it's still a huge game. If Dallas wins out, Eagles lose out. They're all of a sudden in that wild card spot. No home field advantage for the playoffs. No, they they got the tiebreaker over Dallas. Even if Dallas wins out and Eagles lose out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 right? So there's still a lot to play for I mean, they play the Cardinals and the Giants. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) saying anything's uh, assured in the NFL, right? Every team's still a professional team, still professional players. They're going to have to have great games, right, on the road too. I believe uh, at least Arizona's on the road against Philly, and then so is the Giants. The Giants are so they're both at they're at home both games to end the year. Yeah, yeah it would take a road, fucking miracle. It would take a miracle for the Philly to probably blow this top spot. Yeah, they should handle this team very easily. I'm I'm gonna say AJ Brown's gonna snap because he's been, been he's been too quiet for me. He's been way too quiet, and it yeah. just has that feel where everyone forgets about how good one of these receivers are. Then they have a huge game, yeah. probably eight catches, 150 yards, yeah, touchdown type of game. Weather dependent again, right? That's always something to pay attention to. You just never know. I like a lot of points in this game, though. I, I like I like even like 
28-17 for Philly. I don't know if they cover that spread or not in this one. I think the Cardinals are going to be capable of putting up points but not come close to winning. Yeah, I can see it. Anything you want to add? No, Philly's going to win. Philly, Philly, easy Philly win. Yeah. yeah, Philly at home. Easy money. Easy money. Here, here's some more easy money for you. It's the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Minus two and a half spread in favor of the Bucks at home. This is two totally different trending football teams at this point, Jesse. You're looking at a Saints team that has no identity, and you're looking at a Bucks team winning four straight games, led by the energetic Energizer Bunny. That's fucking Baker Mayfield. He's playing phenomenal football right now, man. He's like a Flacco. He is playing incredible. Yeah, he's almost as good as Joe Flacco, best quarterback in the league. The only guy to throw four games in a row of over 300 yards this year, Joe Flacco, in the NFL Fun all stat, year. the last five games that Joe Flacco started, he leads the league in touchdown passes, and he leads the league in interceptions. Interceptions, yeah. <laughs> you, you better believe it, man. Gunslinging Joe, sleepy Joe. Where the fuck like was he... this in Denver, man? <laughs> <Yeah>. Clown? <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking statue in Denver, man. Anyways, all I'm going to say is the Bucks have their destiny in their hands. They could clinch the NFC South with a win at home against the Saints. This is everything you play for. This yeah. is what you live for as yeah. a football player. These are the moments that I think Baker Mayfield has earned this, man. He's gone through the dirt, right? Yeah. He's absolutely grinded to be where he is at this point. He's now playing some phenomenal football. Marshawn Lattimore is out. So that frees up Mike Evans to have a big game, as we've all seen in the past. Lattimore is his kryptonite. They've had some crazy ejections, crazy fights in the past. He's not going to be there dealing with that. Should have full focus at hand. The task at hand is large. I think we see the Bucks have a dominating win. I think it's going to be maybe a 28-10 win. I don't see the Saints offense getting anything going right now with Derek Carr under center. I think they have... Horrible play calling from Pete Carmichael. Yeah, I just don't see this being pretty at all. I think Rashad White's going to play a huge role. I mentioned that to you earlier before we uh, came online here. And yeah. yeah, I could see him going for over 150 yards from scrimmage, running and receiving. He's very capable of doing both. He's been super effective the last like 10 games in a row now yeah. for the for the Bucks. So yeah, look for him to lock up the spot, get that four seed, and cruise into the playoffs at home for the yeah. first game. Pretty big game for both teams. Like you said, Tampa can uh, pretty much guarantee the division here with a win, go to 9-7. and seven. And, uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield's playing really good football. I mean, should be in the MVP discussion, in my opinion. Not only the uh, comeback player That's of the year. That's a great point, man. That's a great point. Yeah, Absolutely, dude. He's playing really good football. He's red hot right now. The, the Bucks' offense is red hot. The defense is getting better. They do struggle in the secondary. But Derek Carr doesn't really do much for three quarters, and then they kind of let it loose a little bit in the fourth. When nothing fucking matters, absolutely. Yeah, I want to see them. Four scores. I want to see them get the ball into Kamara's hands. Hopefully, they can get some sort of some sort of run game going. Um, you know, it's been a struggle all year trying to get yards in the ground. But uh, I think the Bucks win this one. I got them winning twenty-seven, twenty-three. And, yeah, I think Kamara just came on the injury report just like an hour ago with the illness, too. So there's a lot of flu bugs yeah. going around the league, too. So just pay, pay attention to that as yeah. well for uh, 
before all these games kick off, like, always check in, make sure who's starting, who's out. He just doesn't want to hurt himself. Well, at this point, I mean, like, what has he got to play for, right? He'll be on a new team next year. I, I don't think he's going to be in New Orleans anymore either, so I think... They're he, not paying him 15 mil next yeah, year. Yeah, I think no he's going to look for a new home and probably... Sean Payton! Probably have a lot of success Sean elsewhere. Sean Payton! Yeah, do the special. Like, Sean Payton will take any saint that he could fucking he's get, He's about basically. that shit. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Maybe he'll take Carr. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I would love I'd that. Get rid of no, freaking no. Carr. Carr will be gone, that, but he ain't gonna go from Russell Wilson to Derek Carr. Anything you want to add on, Dad? Anyone no. you think gonna get a touchdown in that game? Anyone you think's gonna? Mike Evans, bet it. Any, Mike any Evans, big score. Anytime touchdown. Yeah. Saints. Here, he said, yeah. What? Yeah, Evans. Will Okay. There you go, you heard that. Mike that's, Evans, he likes That's Jim's best bet. 60-yarder. New Orleans' defense just stinks. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's been disappointing. It's for been sure. tough to watch, man. The whole team stinks. It's been so. tough to watch. Yeah. And speaking of and tough... coach, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't like him. Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael, as far as I'm concerned, could be gone after this year. So, we'll move along from that. I, I hate to say it, but I love watching the Bucks with Baker this year too. Yeah. It's been it's been fun, man. He's 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 bringing a lot of fun to the game again. He's, so hey, listen, he's a McCaffrey. He wants to win. Yeah, he puts his body. He'll do on whatever line. it takes He'll for sure. He'll put his head into a defensive line. Oh yeah, Dad, we've if seen he him take to. his own helmet off and headbutt his own teammates in the helmet. Like so he's yeah, he's he's yeah. a nutcase in the best yeah. possible way for yeah. football, right? Yeah. Just as long as he doesn't do something stupid and turn it over. That's right. That game blocked. That's right. Carolina, Jesse, against Jacksonville. We just heard right before we came on. I mentioned it earlier. Trevor Lawrence is going to miss his first ever NFL game. He's out. He's badly injured. He's got concussions, got the shoulder, got the AC joint, got the knee, got the ankle. He's absolutely decimated at this point. It's a huge game for Jacksonville, currently sitting atop the division, as I already mentioned. Eight and seven. Colts are eight and seven. Houston's eight and seven. Everything's up for grabs here. Carolina just had a phenomenal game, especially a phenomenal second half against the Green Bay Packers. Shootout game there, 33-30 final. Bryce Young probably maybe his best game oh, as a pro so far. Easily, Would you have to say first game over three hundred yards? Yes. Definitely Who's the his best game. in Jacksonville. CJ Beathard. So no one to absolutely write home. You might as well call him Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, call him whoever you want. It's basically the same guy in a different name. So uh, that's who's starting he's here. He's way worse. I mean, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. You know, <laughs> Put some respect way, on Nick Foles, no, CJ Beathard is way worse than. I mean, maybe Carson Wentz, but. Let's, let's give some respect. To you. Listen, I hear the rumor Foles going to New England. Yeah, no, Denver. <laughs> you guys see everyone's going to Denver. We got Stiddy, baby. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I think Drew Brees is going to be Denver's quarterback next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I would take him. Left-handed at this point, I would take him, even on the Saints. Yeah, I think uh, this is an intriguing matchup. You know, the Jags really struggling on defense. Their franchise quarterback or supposed franchise quarterback not playing. Um, CJ Beathard, nothing to write home about. He's from Iowa. They don't do fuck all on offense in Iowa. So Bryce Young coming off his best game. Um, EJ Evero, the DC of the Carolina Panthers, has the defense looking pretty good. I know that they kind of struggled against Green Bay, but Matt LaFleur's offense can be pretty creative at times. Uh, JC Horn back, Brian Burns, all that. Um, you know, they're starting to run the ball a little bit better with Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. I got the Panthers winning this game without Trevor Lawrence playing. Ugly football game, thirteen to ten. And the Jags are still currently minus four favorites. As Look well. for that even, line to move. In even the next, with Lawrence out, so yeah, if you want to, maybe if you think 
like Jesse does, the Panthers are going to upset, then this is the time to do it, right? Lock it in before that line changes because it could go to a, a pick'em line pretty yeah. soon before Sunday. It's in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, as as Jesse already touched on, they, they now have Lawrence out, um, Christian Kirk's out. They've had a very, very hard time running the football. Yeah, they got injuries on the O-line. And the Carolina Panthers have one of the best uh, run defense, or is it pass defenses in the league? I think it's one of the best rated pass defenses Carolina's in the league. Carolina's pa- uh, pass defense is really good. Yeah, and they're not bad against the run either. So they have a pretty so solid... Etienne? Yeah, Etienne yeah. is on Jacksonville. Yeah. So it's a pretty solid rush D. And now um, with the emphasis that you're probably going to think that Etienne's going to get a pretty heavy workload with Absolutely. that third quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I had I had one of my most fabled predictions of the year when I chose the Panthers to beat Houston this year, uh, based on a grade eight matchup of Bryce Young getting the best of C.J. Stroud, and childhood I homies. I kind of have that feel right now too. It kind of feels like now everything's kind of loosened up. They're officially dead in the water, two and thirteen. They have nothing to play for, nothing to care about, except for Bryce Young, who's playing for his fucking job at this point. Nah, he'll he's he's, he's he might get job. another shot next year, but we've yeah, seen short strings yeah. uh, on very talented they, young players yeah, before. They, right? they so, traded way too much, though. Yeah, they kind of need him to. Yeah. So like, uh, let's have him have another big game against a very susceptible Jacksonville pass defense that's been getting fucking torched in recent weeks. And yeah, yeah I think the Jags are gonna lose five straight, Jesse. I I hate to say it because I like Trevor Lawrence, who isn't playing, but yeah. It just sounds like tough sledding to me. What, what, what's you, your any score? Feels what's on your this? score? Yeah, I got a feel. What, Carolina? Like tie. Tie? Oh, there you <laughs> what, go. Jim's what, got what tie. What's the, what's the final? I don't know. You got to give it. You got to give it. I a feeling it's a tie. 10, and 10 or what? To overtime. Overtime. But do you think it ends in a tie? No, no. I no. mean, the game ends in a tie, goes into overtime. Yeah. And but you got to give a score. You have to. 13-10. For who? No. 17-14. For who? Carolina. Carolina. Oh, 17 all, 14 in got, overtime. We all got Carolina. Here, hold up, hold up. I'm going to go 24 7, Carolina. Wow, just the same as Beat the. Uh, you the know what Rams, we've seen Giants. in recent weeks, Jesse? We've seen fucking blowouts in yeah. the NFL. So yeah. I ain't even paying attention to any of these lines. I'm just going off the field. I don't feel like the Jags. Eli's have... picked at least five games today with like fucking one team not hitting a single field goal. So. <laughs> and we've seen bad kickers. That's also what we've seen, so I'll trust it. Speaking of bad kickers, we don't have one in this way. We got Youngway Koo and the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Chicago Bears. In Chicago, Jesse, we're seeing the Bears look a lot better in recent weeks. It's oh, a yeah. two-and-a-half-point spread. Bears are the favorites at home. Falcons have everything to play for. Bears have nothing to play for, right? So, Well, Justin Fields is playing for his job, though. So. Yeah, he absolutely is at this point. I think sure. Chicago is playing a lot better football these last few weeks under Matt Eberflus. The defense defense is looking really good. They've really changed their season around the second half of the season. They run a lot of man-to-man coverage to the point where it's like they dare you to pass on them. Uh, Jalen Johnson's having an excellent year on the contract year. Montez Sweat has been a difference maker for them since the trade deadline. Uh, but, yeah, I think Justin Fields is continuing to develop, continuing to get a little bit better as a passer. I don't necessarily know if he's done enough for them to keep him. I think there'll be a market for him next year. Um, he is showing that you can. there's a certain style of play you can play with him. I got the Bears winning this game, and I got them winning 2017 in a cold Chicago game. 
Yeah, and there's a big injury to pay attention to, and that's Cole Komet. He's been, like, basically the go-to guy, besides yeah. from DJ Moore. He's, like, that steady Eddie guy that Justin Fields loves throwing to. He's got that knee injury. Just returned to practice on a limited uh, scheduling today, so that's Friday today, and there's a lot of time between now and Sunday. So if he's already practicing, probably a good sign. Um, to be honest with you, man, fuck the Falcons. I've said this many times before. I don't like the way that Arthur Smith is coaching this team. I think they have so many weapons that they're not utilizing properly, but it also begins with the quarterback, and we know there's an ineptitude between uh, Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, who have both struggled mightily at times this year for the team, but it's it comes down to not using uh, B. John Robinson, Drake London, like... These guys are really talented, man, and they're yep. just not getting them the ball the proper way on the field. So, I'm with you. The Bears have the best rush defense in the NFL. Yep. They're allowing well under 100 yards rushing a game against a team that relies heavily on running the ball. I think things are definitely starting to peak up. Like we're seeing, I think Fields might have matched his whole career wins this year from all the, all the rest of his career. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's pretty it's damn close, close right? Close, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, Fields is rolling, man. I, 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 I hate to say it, but he really is rolling. He's looking good. He's running like crazy yet again, which we've seen him do in the past, almost hitting 100 yards in a couple of the last three weeks. Yeah, I like to see the Bears win this one, and I think they're going to get 24 points, and I think the Falcons are going to be held to 17 Twenty-four seventeen for me. Anything you want to add? I can tell. Throw all that Big shit Jimmy. out. Yeah. Throw oh, it all out. Dome team going to a cold, cold, yeah. cold Chicago. Shy town. Chicago wins thirteen ten. Nice. There you 13, go. <laughs> Little ugly football game. Football he's, he's weather. Liking baby. these low scores yeah. this week, yo. If you're, yeah. there's anyone who loves hammering unders and you're rolling with big NASCAR Jim up there, you want to hit these unders Scoring all day. Scoring is down this year in the <laughs> NFL. Jim does his research. <laughs> I, I just like the pretty uniforms. That's all. Yeah. Pick the nice uniforms and the better names. Yeah. That's how you win money. There we go. Uh, Next up, we got the <laughs> fuck the Raiders versus the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Pretty big game. <laughs> it's a huge game for Indianapolis, absolutely. The Raiders are hilariously not out of it. I mean, they could still win the division if they win out <laughs> and the Chiefs lose out. Hilariously enough, Ian O'Connell, big thug. Ian O'Connell coming off a massive 62 yards throwing in the victory against Kansas City. Christmas miracle with that kind of performance. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, some, rigged. something That's legends are made of. Games. Aiden O'Connell building his own legend in the dirty city of Sin City, Vegas. Uh, Dirt bags. What can I say, man? The Colts are hilarious in every sense of the word. They just find ways to win this year. I've mentioned it multiple times. I think they're coming off a huge, huge loss, however, to the Atlanta Falcons, where they never really got anything going off. The real Gardner Minshew showed up. He really year. showed up, right? And you know who didn't show up was JT. Jonathan Taylor did not get enough touches in that game. I think that changes here. Um, Zach Moss out. Zach Moss is out, so JT should get a very heavy workload. Michael then. Pittman, good to go. That's huge, having Pittman back off the concussion. He got fucking massacred against Pittsburgh the other week, so good to see him back this week. Don't think that should have been a penalty, though. No, it was a clean hit. He yeah. just got absolutely yeah, just buried. Got yeah, six feet deep there. Um, Yeah, listen, man. There's one way to negate I'm listening. the rush that the Raiders possess with Max Crosby and on the other edge, and that's running right through the rush, right? So I right. think that's going to be the recipe for success for the Colts in this yes, game. Sir. 
But I gotta say, the Raiders have this weird energy right now, man. They don't got do it. Don't they got do this, this crazy don't energy, do this to me. and I'm gonna say the energy is gonna keep going. I, oh, I like, I like the Raiders to win <laughs> on the road, knock out Indianapolis from a playoff spot, and keep hope alive for the last week of the year going into uh, the final game of the season, and possibly Kansas City stumbles again. You never know. Kansas City's not the same team. I think this is the end of Minshew's run. I think the Colts are done. Score. I think the Raiders win 21-10. Wow. I think the defense stands on their head. Yet another again. game with another team not kicking a field goal. No the, field goal. The balls are deep in this. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to go 2017 Colts just because, you know, fuck the Raiders. <laughs> Jim? Uh, this is a tough game. Yeah, uh, it is a pretty tough one. Because uh, the Raiders you know, suck, the Colts suck. The Raiders, I mean, that quarterback is just... <laughs> Dog shit. Yeah. He's in the league. But, yeah, uh, neither do I. Uh, and the backup, Jimmy G, he also yeah. sucks, too. Well, <laughs> He's listen, better than this fucking guy, man. I would have Jimmy G in before I'd have that guy in. Yeah. But, uh, the coach, I don't even know what's going on in the Raiders, but... Uh, so you got the Colts no winning, right? I don't... Who's the Colts quarterback? Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. Yeah, yeah. Movember. Yes. He's, is it November or is it? It's December? December. It's the oh, end of the mo, dude. He's the done. Magic. Oh, that could be problems for him. Then. Yeah, he's um, coming off a bad game too. Wow. Uh, cold, cold <laughs> Vegas to cold, cold Indy. Yeah. I don't. Couple dome Indy's teams though. A, dome, I, dome. I, I don't know. No, I'm joking. Dude. Have a laugh, kid. Uh, I that's a, this is a tough. This is they a got the ace. Go with your gut. Go, go with your gut. Go with your gut. That that Raiders defense. That, yep. That Jack was, Jones, Max Crosby. Wild, yep. Man. Like uh, I mean, that was wow. Looks like we got a couple closet I, Raiders fans I, in this I, room. I I, I <laughs> just you got it. I do it. I I gotta take the Raiders. You gotta pick a fucking score if you're gonna pick the team. You gotta pick a score. Um. 2017. Wow, same, exact same, same but flip it around. Right. He had the oh, Colts. Colts. 2017. Oh, okay. yeah, beers on the winner. I mean, loser. Pittsburgh, Seattle. Uh, everything on the line both for both teams. teams. Everything is on the line. Um, we saw Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, come back to life Christmas for miracle. a Christmas miracle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they needed it in a big way, and they got it in a big way. And George Pickens... After getting heavily criticized for his lack of effort, absolutely fucking snapped for a huge game. I think he had like 195 yards or something. I gotta double check that. George Pickens? Yeah, George. Four catches, 195 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. That's after my dog, man. Blasted by the media for not trying. He put um, them to sleep. Yeah, and Mason Rudolph stepped in and took advantage of the opportunity. And there are bountiful opportunities for quarterbacks in the NFL this year. However,. Geno Smith, Andrew Locke, that's back-to-back wins. Two quarterbacks, very, very epic fashion, game-winning drives. First time in uh, NFL history that two different quarterbacks led the same team to walk-off touchdowns. So that's special, right? So Seattle, they needed it in a huge way, too. They went through a very crazy stretch there um, against a lot of top teams, especially in the NFC. They got to be secured a playoff spot, I think winning this game like a hundred percent i'm pretty sure i don't know if it'll be a hundred percent but it'll be it's like pretty damn good almost close and pittsburgh on the other hand mike tomlin he literally does not lose in 
full seasons. He has never had a losing record in his entire coaching career. And that's sensational. And they're 8-7 and seven with two games to go. So it's a big game on the road for the Pittsburgh Steelers in Seattle. Like Seattle's home, home crowd is always buzzing. They're going to yeah. be particularly buzzing after two huge walk-off wins. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Um, I think there's a lot of points in this one. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, depending on weather. Um, my, my my score prediction could dramatically change. If it's wet and rainy, I'm going to say 17-14. And if there's no 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 rain, no winds, I'm going to say it's 34-31. I think it's going to be close, man. I think it's going to be high-scoring. I think both these defenses are super susceptible and... I think the offenses are pretty capable of putting up points. Yeah, I'm on the other end on that. I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers can score much points. Um, I know they just did against the Bengals, but that's a divisional game with Mason Rudolph. Now they got some film on that guy. I'm not a big Mason Rudolph fan at all. Not a big fan of the Steelers' offense. I think Seattle's hungry. They've heard all the noise the last few weeks. They're playing pretty good football. Their defense has looked better these last two weeks without that bum-ass Jamal Adams in there. Um, I like what the Seattle's doing. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go with my boy, K-Nasty44 Showtime, a.k.a. Kirzo, Young Money, Cash Money. I'm going to go with his Seattle Seahawks in a 20-17 to victory. I think it's going to be close as well. Uh, lower scoring for me. I expect it, you know, like just like Vancouver, I expect it to be damp and, and not cold but not warm. Uh, you know, wet ball. Partic- maybe windy. It does get windy, really windy on you know, the coast. It's really, there. really tough to play in Seattle. Really tough for road teams to come into Seattle and win. Uh, two legendary coaches. This should be a fun game with a lot of playoff implications on the line. But yeah, I got the Seattle Seahawks winning. And they're minus. They're minus three and a half. Yeah, I should. So put I got that the Steelers there. covering. But yeah, Seattle winning. Jim. Yeah. Uh, two great coaches. Yeah. 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 Very likable by their teams. Yeah. I think, too. Absolutely. Uh, Geez, Seattle's just so good at home. Yeah, uh, they really are. I, I, um, I, this is a tough one because I don't know Pittsburgh that well uh, this year. They're on their third string quarterback. The third string quarterback. Yeah, he's so a, it went he, from Pickett to yeah. Trubisky to to now Mason Rudolph, the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, but Rudolph's been there Rudolph. for like five or six okay, years. Yeah, he's been well, in that system. Uh, Seattle all the way then. Yeah. <laughs> What's your score? Um, I'm gonna say twenty. <laughs> 4-13. Oh, a big okay. time win for Seattle. Yeah. Carol will be happy to I like that. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Out of boy. Yeah, I think the Hawks, I mean, yeah. They're just too good at home. They yeah, really it, it makes a big difference. There's very few teams where it makes a huge difference. I think they're one of them, for sure. Yeah, third string quarterback should not beat them at home. You're right. That's that's a good point. That's a good point there. And if they do, the, the, the NFL is rigged. Or the Hawks are <laughs> just in trouble. <laughs> Chargers, Broncos. Let's ride, baby. In Denver, Russell Wilson season. is absolutely oh, fuck. gone. Fuck yeah, he Done is. And gone. is going to be 56-3. For who? Chargers. <laughs> Buddy, get off that <laughs> What? Easton Stick yeah, ain't doing that. <laughs> okay, so Jesse, you told me Sutton's out. Sutton's out. Browning's out. Browning's out. Judy's questionable. Judy's Mims questionable. Mims is questionable. Keenan oh, Allen's out. Russell Wilson's out. Yeah, who cares? Oh, Keenan Allen's out. <laughs> Joshua Palmer's out. Uh, their starting center is on I- IR. 
So, bang so I'll be setting in at wide receiver for the yeah. Broncos. Jesse will be stepping in at quarterback. That's yeah. basically what we're dealing with this week in no, this game. No, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I'm excited to see Jared Stidham uh, run in this offense. I think uh, you know he, he Russell Wilson can't run a proper offense. All of his plays come outside of the pocket with him creating. Uh, the Chargers are banged up on offense. Uh, the Broncos are banged up on offense. They got a little flu bug going on around. Uh, Baron Brownie's out. Nick Benito's back. So I'm excited for that. He's been our best pass rusher this year. Um, at the end of the day, I don't even. I can't even name you the Chargers interim coach. I mean, I know he's got that thick Southern Georgia accent. No idea who the fuck he is. No respect for the fucking Chargers. I'm a hammer the Broncos in a close one though. Because that's all the Broncos do is play close games. I got them going 23-20 uh, with their home finale. I think the crowd will be bumping. I think there's a lot of excitement to see uh, Jared Stidham uh, run this offense. Kind of get us finally get to see what Sean Payton's offense looks like. You know, and uh, I do th- I do think some of these guys with the flu are, uh, will play on Sunday. I mean, you'd have it's to. It's Friday. Some, I, I mean. think. Simmons is good to go, so that's huge. It would have to be like something really bad respiratory yeah. I mean, wise. I do like Judy play, is right? a bit of a pussy, but yeah. I think this with Sutton out and Jared Sidham in there, this is a big opportunity for him to kinda kinda fucking show the world that he's not, you know, a three catch for thirty yard kind of guy. So yeah, I'm going with the Broncos twenty through twenty. Listen, I think um if I remember correctly, Stidham sneakily uses his legs a lot too, right? I think he's actually a very capable yeah. runner. And I don't think he's as afraid to run as Russell Wilson is. Like he he'll slide with twenty yards of space in front of him at times, not willing to take a hit. I think this kid's gonna be willing to take a hit, be willing to play for a potential job next year, right at this point. Yeah, he's and un- yeah. and the playoff dream is not over yet, as all hope is not lost at seven and eight. If they win out, finish nine and eight, there's a chance, right? Four percent. There's a chance. It's not zero. So all I'm saying is there's a ton to play for. The Chargers are absolutely bruised and battered too um and just like at the end of the day you got this no-name coach and sean payne i mean this is a big game for sean payne to if he was to lose this i mean the 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 denver media there's nowhere else to point the finger with russ not in there right so um listen though the chargers played a great game against the bills and i will give them credit for that because they did it with a lot of guys who you probably wouldn't even know who their names are unless you're a true fan of the nfl right so that's that in that interim coach boost yeah you, and game. and Kier's mentioned that before for but betting it, it, as well too that kind of drowns out pretty quick at times game, yeah. after the first game with that energy boost of the new new blood in there or whatever you want to call it right i think the broncos are going to handle this and I think Stidham's going to have a big game, man. I, I think agree. The, I think the Chargers' defense is absolute dog shit. They got the worst pass defense in the NFL. I, so. I, think, I think Stidham's just going to go ahead and throw for 300 I plus. Mean, in his first start last year against the number one defense, he threw for 365. And so. I don't really care who he's throwing the ball to. I think this guy's going to have a real game, man. Yeah, this guy too. strikes me as a guy who's going to show up and play great. I think... The Broncos are actually going to blow out the Chargers in a huge win. And they, they're going to make a statement that Russell Wilson was the problem. And I think Peyton's going to be looking to carve, carve his team in his own image at this point. 100% so, great point. Um, yeah, everything on the line still. And I think the Broncos win, and I think it's going to be 28-7. 28-10. 
There we go. Field goal. Give him a field goal. Give him a field goal. Dicker the kicker is a stud. He's a good kicker. Is the Charger quarterback in? Easton Stick is in for the Chargers. Herbert. The Broncos broke his finger. Yeah, he's he's done. He's done. Who is the running backs? Austin. Eckler. Jaleel McLaughlin and Samaj. Yeah, they have all their main guys in Denver still. They have their full. I think it's going to be a control game. Ball control? Play action, run game? I can see that too. Like lots of shitty little passes. What was that? Who did we watch last night? The guy didn't throw it more than two yards. Oh, Trevor Simeon. The oh, my Yeah, that's God. Nathaniel Hackett's that offense. To watch? That's Nathaniel but, Hackett. But the anyway. ex-Bronco coordinator yeah, calls those coach, plays. But, but I, I just I guess think there's going to be, unless there's some weird turnovers and stuff like that, I, I think it's a low-scoring game, guys. I I, another know. one. I just think, yeah, I just think it's going to be them pounding ground and pound because uh, I just think, both teams are going to have trouble. So what's your score? What's your prediction? Uh, maybe 13-10. Again, this guy's That's all a bad. lot of 13-10s <laughs> today, dude. You seem to have your brain stuck on a broken record here, buddy. Denver pulls out a win. Listen, there's two There's two ways of looking at this, right? Isn't and Denver weather bad at this time of year? I think it's, it's supposed like to be nice, man. Oh, yeah, sunny and beautiful? Yeah. Okay, well... I'll, I'll go 17-14. There we go. I'll go again. Snowing there again. Like usual. No. Um. just look terrible. And, yeah, uh, I agree. They're trash. I, I gotta. You gotta. Denver's gotta win this game. Yeah, they will. I, I still think. Low I'm gonna go on record and guarantee a Broncos win here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs six and a half point favorites at home. Listen, I'm just going to say it right now. The Kansas City Chiefs shouldn't be six-and-a-half-point favorites against any team in the NFL. Unless it's the Panthers. They are not good enough. They are not good enough at this point. Uh, I don't see anything changing either, to be completely honest with you. I see a older, slower Travis Kelsey not able to affect the game as he has in the past. I see a very frustrated Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think it's really starting to get to him, all these drops from his receivers. You see a lot of outbursts now. A lot of complaints on penalty calls. I think Jamar Chase is big if he's playing. He, I think that's a big game changer. He's also called out the Chiefs secondary midweek. He's talking a lot of shit. Kind of crazy. So if he's talking shit like that, you better expect him to play, and you better expect him to back up the shit talk. Um, Pacheco got a nasty knee to the head last game. I'm not sure if he's going to clear concussion protocols or not. His helmet went flying off, got a knee right to the temple. Um... I think McKinnon's on IR, right? So it's probably going to be a pretty heavy dose of Clyde's, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire yeah. for the Kansas City Chiefs. Jake Browning came back to life against the Pittsburgh Steelers after lighting it up for a couple games there. Um, he still threw for over 300 yards, mind you, but turned the ball over like crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah give me a Chiefs loss, man. Give me another Chiefs loss. I, I'm not liking the Kansas City Chiefs. Cincinnati's still playing for a playoff spot. I think it's going to be a gritty, dirty game. I think Mahomes going to throw another pick six. I think the uh, Cincinnati Bengals going to win 20-14. I got the Chiefs winning 24-20. I think it'll also be a close, gritty game. Um, I think Arrowhead will be the difference. I think Burrowhead, you mean? 
not rowing and playing. Uh, last time they called it that, too. Yeah, they, things they happened, right? So, things happened. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, you know, this game could go either way for sure. I think I'm not a huge fan of Jake Browning. Um, I think he's pretty pretty average guy. Doesn't throw the ball that well down the field. Uh, a lot of dinking, dunking. Uh, if Jamar Chase plays, that's a huge X factor for them. You know, he's one of the best playmakers in the entire NFL. Uh, but I don't really understand him calling out the Chiefs secondary. I mean, Legereus needs one of the best corners He's in football. He's literally probably been one of the lone bright spots on the whole Chiefs team, too. I right? mean, their so defense is great. They're man. pretty they're, fucking like, good, like, yeah. like, like we just said earlier, uh, O'Connell had 62 yards passing last week. You know, the, the defense ain't the reason why they lost. You know, it's the two, the two, ter- the two defensive seven seconds and two defensive yeah for the Raiders. Yeah. So I think this will be a physical game. Both teams playing for a lot. The Chiefs don't have the division wrapped up, although they are in the the driver's seat. Uh, a win here will will clinch the AFC West. Mahomes is going to be playing his first uh, first road playoff game. So. I think he's going to bounce back. I could also see him throwing a pick, however. I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball much with uh, Pacheco probably being out and no McKinnon. I'm not a huge Edward Lair fan. but He did have a spark in that game. He though. did have he a spark. Okay. Yeah, he's a good pass catching back too, yep. but I look for uh, Rasheed Rice to be a focal point here. A lot of yards after the catch, giving him the ball in space. He's really looking better every week. Yeah. That's one guy who is on the offense, a very yeah. big great spot. So, yeah, I sure. got the Chiefs winning 24-20. Anything, Dad? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, so yeah. can't lose to Taylor. No, Taylor Swift can't lose. No, uh, yeah, no, I got uh, KC uh, at home. Yeah, at home. They can't lose on New so, Year's uh, against a. Was it, who's the quarterback? Jake Browning, exactly. Yeah, Fuck okay. the Huskies. Yeah. yeah, you do know they just lost at home. Dave, yeah, but that's a divisional game, though. Divisional game. Yeah. Two turnover touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. And so they didn't lose. They beat themselves. So that's a good point, Jim. So KC is going to uh, unfortunately beat them bad you think so eh yeah 24 10 nice. wow wow nice. yeah. thanks jake browning's coming back to life hard <laughs> yeah and the night game yeah, good night game week. uh green bay packers minnesota vikings in minnesota my boy jaron hall yeah you've rookie. been calling for him gets the start i got his fucking rookie autograph card Big supporter of him. Don't know a damn thing about him i he really hope BYU. Hope, hope the Brigham boy fucking Young. snaps Shout in this one Utah. Shout but, out Zach Wilson's mother. In all, in all seriousness, dude, uh, I just think the Packers are going to be too much to handle on this one, Jesse. Uh, fucking Jordan Love, man. He, he's he been looking better every every week. Uh, bruised and battered receiver lineup. It doesn't really matter who he's throwing it to these days. I really, really like this guy's game. I was very uncertain on him at the start of the year. A lot more confident in him now. Yeah. Uh, very competitive by nature. Uh, very good poise in the pocket, uh, ability to manipulate his arm and connect on very, very nice looking Rogers S throws. Yeah. He's shown a lot of growth a in his first year, a lot of talent, big supporter, one point, not enough Packers get it done 24, 17. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think, uh, Packers are gonna be too much to handle here. Um, both teams got a lot to play for. They're not technically out yet. Both teams can win out and, and have a chance at that seventh seed. Um, at the end of the day, I think, you know, Green Bay's defense is dog shit. Um, they are. Their defensive coordinator is going to get canned after this season. They really are trash. There's no doubt man. about yeah. it. But fifth-round rookie quarterback, I'm not too sure. Vikings have been struggling. God, with I turnovers. hope he does get the... Their defense uh, is really good, blitz-heavy. I think Matt LaFleur will have a good game plan to counter that. Jordan Love continues to get better every week. 
Um, I praised him pretty hard in the preseason. I was looking like a complete tool during a large part of this season, but he's really coming along. He's really showcasing his abilities. I think Matt LaFleur's found what he's good at, what he's not good at, and try to play with his strengths. I mean, he's now on track for over 4,000 yards yeah. and over 30 touchdowns yeah. to only probably 14 or so turnovers this yeah. year. So, I mean, yeah, he's had a great year, man, his, by any rookie standard first, for sure. Well, he's not a rookie. Well, I mean, like, it's his rookie year yeah, in my yeah. mind, you know. His, it's his first, first year playing, His right? first year is very comparable to Rodgers' first year as a starter, um, if you look at their stats neck and neck. But Aaron Jones is looking healthy. Um, hopefully they can get Jaron Reed back. He's a big X factor. I don't know Watson's status. Wicks has been a nice, nice surprise as a rookie. Romeo he's that Dawes, big body yeah. presence to throw yeah, to now, exactly. right? Yeah, he plays slot for them. He's a big body receiver, like you said. I got the Green Bay Packers winning twenty four twenty. No Jer Alexander in this game. He's suspended because by he his own him, team. Yeah, he well he made himself a captain. <laughs> he went into Carolina. listen to this stat. He went to the coin toss last game. Without being a captain on the coin toss, and he called. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I want my defense out there. He didn't say he defers or anything. Yeah. You either say you receive, you kick, or you defer. And he said, I want my defense out there. And the guy's like, Does that mean you defer? And he's like, Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Right. So they yeah, almost. What I say. He almost lost them the actual call on the coin toss, and you could get like a penalty on that and everything. So he was suspended by his own team. Yeah. For uh, fucking around like, like that. That's the Packers. the Packers. He made himself a captain. Yeah. He so t- what would have happened is if he didn't defer and he said they won the defense, uh, Carolina would have got the ball in the first half and in the second half. Yeah. So, so they would have got both kickoffs yeah. if he said it the wrong way, right? So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay, Packers twenty four twenty. Packers. Uh, the, the Vikings. Vikings. They're on their. They're on their fourth uh, quarterback yeah, now. It was Kirk Cousins gone. Dobbs gone. Nick Mullins gone. A dome team going to a cold no. It's in mini. It's in mini. Oh, yeah. a cold, cold team, team going to the dome. Oh, then that changes everything. No, <laughs> changes uh, nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean the Vikings have a great crowd and everything, but uh, yeah, they do. I like, I like the, crowd. the I'm with you. I like the the Packers coach. He's pretty smart. Yeah, uh, he's creative. And yeah, the Packers have been coming on. Um, so yeah, Packers score uh, going into the dome team. Going into the dome. Um, yeah. 13 time? <laughs> it sounds like it's a 13 <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, unfortunately, so the Vikings have that quarterback, and you got his card. Yeah, yeah I need, I need him to okay, fucking wait. snap, dog. I'm to buy the card before the game. <laughs> yeah, so and sell it on a high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to think Love has been playing much better. 24 24-17. Okay. Same as you. Same. Yeah. We, all got, we all got the Packers scoring 24, so they're that's, either going to drop a 40 or a 10. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's only because, you know, they're at home. Yeah. Hopefully they do something for the crowd. Anyways, it's that time of year. Things are heating 13. up. 24-13, you, you heard it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great games to look forward to this week, Jesse, across all time slates. So I think it'll be a great great week to watch. Saturday kicks it off in a big one. Detroit at Dallas. That's a lot for playoff implications there. 
a lot for two teams that are trending, and then we'll hop right into the whole week. I think it'll be a great week heading into the new year, 2024. Absolutely. We'd like to thank our guest picker, Jim, NASCAR Jim. Yeah, thanks for rolling Came through. on, made some big Jimmy gutty. the J, Jimmy the J yeah. here in the flesh. Made some uh, big gutty decisions out there, some big bold predictions. Hey, if you guys are the types of guys who like to just pick outright scores, or gals who like to pick outright scores, go ahead and parlay about 5, 13, 10 games in a row and yeah. see what the fuck your return is on that. You might get a million dollars off a one dollar bet on that so and listen again i'm standing on business out here i am guaranteeing a broncos victory on sunday against the la chargers and i'm guaranteeing a fucking saints loss for another disappointing year to end finally and can the coaches so long Derek carr and hello 2024 Listen, all you all you gang, yeah. Adios, you, amigos. Listen, all you gang members, want to thank you for a big 2023. Want to wish you guys all a safe, happy new year. Uh, we'll be checking back in next week. We'll see how we did uh, between me, Eli, and Jim. You know, feeling pretty confident, all three of us. I think we agreed on most games. Stay blessed. Yeah. God is great. God Roll is great. with Jesus. Yeah. God is great. No more Russ. Thank you. <laughs> Cars next. Thank you. And uh, yeah, stay safe, folks. Yeah. Happy New Year's. Be so good on gang.